Hello everyone. My name is Rick, Rick van Bruggen from Neo Technology, and here we are again recording yet another episode for our Graph Database podcast. Today I'm joined by uh, someone that I should have invited a long time ago. Uh, it's probably one of the first people that I met in our uh, wonderful community, Axel Morgner from Germany. Hi, Axel. Hi, Rick. Hey. How are you? <laughs> Again, I need to apologize. I should have invited you a lot earlier, but uh, you know how these things go, right? No no worries. I think now it's the, the perfect time for, for, for a podcast. Absolutely. We have some, some, some news and um, I'm, I'm relaxed after vacation and yeah. <laughs> Super. So uh, yeah, Axel, I mean, we've known each other, I think, since FOSDEM in Brussels a couple of uh, two or three years ago. Uh, That's when the first time we met each other. But Many people might not know you, so do you want to introduce yourself a little bit and, and tell us uh, who you are and what do you do? Yes, sure. But I think we met bef we met in front of an, uh, a pub in London after after a <laughs> um, a meetup. That sounds <laughs> that sounds likely as well. <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Um, yes, I'm I'm Axel Markner from Germany. I'm I'm living and working in in Frankfurt, and yeah, I'm the founder of Structure our software project and now also our company yeah and structure you know that's been around for quite some time i remember the days when people thought it was a content management system uh, but it's much more than that now isn't it uh yes yes it has become more uh, a graph application platform that's what we call it now it, it has started out as a content management system um, when we first had the idea of creating something new based on, on a graph database on Neo4j in 2010, the first um, uh, attempts were made back, back then. Uh, but yeah, uh, over time, we saw the potential um, in graph databases and Neo4j in particular to create much more. So the, the, the short story of um, the evolution of structure it was the we wanted to build a content management system in the first place uh, then we saw that we 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 could do a lot uh, more stuff if we make the back end very flexible and then we came up with this um, flexible schema or data modeling tool which was just added for our own uh, uh, projects to, to gain speed in in the projects and then we just generalized that into in, into a yeah uh, we called it data CMS and now we call it um, graph application platform because you can do a lot of things uh, in terms of application programming without having to to code as much. So you just uh, put the data model in the graph as well, yeah. and there's there are components in structure which create a RESTful API and and all the stuff out of it. So you have a lot of uh, things that make your lives easier. Yeah, well, I've seen you do the demo, uh, you know, and there's a couple of recordings even, aren't there? Uh, how to build a, an application in a couple of minutes. Uh, it's really impressive, actually. I, I'll put the link um, uh, to that uh, at, on on the publication of the podcast as well. So, Thanks. so, so, how did you um, how did you get into the graph story, uh, Axel? You know, and 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 why did you get into it? Can you can you and tell us a little bit more about that? Sure. So the the history or the my, my background is I, I I'm a physicist and and I'm for me software are tools to to solve problems, 
And um, after my my studies, I started working at Oracle, doing all this um, relational database stuff and so on. So that was in 2000, um, and just just for two years. Um, so after two years, I was kind of uh, fed up with all this. Uh, let's say a heavyweight proprietary enterprise database stuff, um, um, but but nonetheless we we had a very smart smart team in one of these projects, and we decided to create kind of enterprise content management system based on Oracle, and we founded a little company. And after some years, I thought uh, it's too um, too heavy and too boring and too proprietary, and I wanted to do something new. And there were some NoSQL databases uh, around, and I started looking around and thought, okay, if I want to do something in con- with content management, uh, content management where are uh, where we have trees, so page trees, file hierarchies, organizational trees. Uh, let's let, let's try the graph database. And, and Neo4j was um, in version 1.0. This is the version I started with. Was um, mature and, and stable enough to, to, to give it a try. And, and, and it was embeddable in Java. So I'm 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 kind of Java hacker. And yeah, that that was the the story. It was a perfect fit to just map uh, hierarchies and trees uh, in a graph database. But as I recall it from you know you know the content management days, if I can call it like that, it's, it's it was also about you know the performance right that you were able to get out of it because I remember you telling me that you know in old style content management systems you needed caches and all of that wonderful stuff uh, and and that basically if you if you just store it as a graph you don't need that anymore. Exactly, exactly, and um, so it has turned out. That that was that it was the best decision I I or we ever made um, in technical terms to to go with with a graph database and and with Neo4j as well. Uh, not only technical uh, in technical terms, communities and the people are wonderful too. Um, but the performance is a very important thing. Uh, so we store everything in the graph. So for example, take uh, the page tree. Normally, you. Um, you store, uh, if, you, if you want to render a web page, you store HTML, basically HTML in your database. If you have a content management system, you split up the HTML page into small pieces. And, and the more flexibility you want to have, the smaller the pieces have to be. But if you then uh, have very many small pieces of HTML and have to join them together to for for rendering dynamic pages. Um, you have to do a lot of uh, joins in a classic or a relational database. And this this is we we, we all know that this gets uh, slower and slower the more uh, joins you have to do and the more data yep. you have in your database. If you do it in a graph, you just start at the page node and just uh, traverse the page tree. Uh, over some relationships, and you, you just take the way through the page tree. Um, your requests parameters um, tell you, and then you just render the the, the page output and put all this together, and you can do that in a couple of milliseconds. In a classic content management system, you can't do that. Uh, you can only cache portions of your page um, to get to get a reasonable speed. 
Um, but uh, if you, for example, have a protected page, uh, so if you have users who log in and everyone sees different content, then um, you can't do that anymore. You can't cache uh, the, the dynamic content for each, for each person. So again, it's much quicker than a classic content management system. Super interesting. I mean, uh, I, I encourage everyone to take a good look at it, that structure. If you're doing content intense uh, application development, you know, it's 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 really lovely. Um, so, so Axel, I mean, what, what, where, where is this going? You know, what's what's in store? You know, both from a general graph industry perspective and from a structure perspective. You know, uh, how do you see the future? Uh, I, I personally see see a very bright future for uh, for not only only structure and Neo 4 J as the, the the I think the best graph database on the market, but also in the, the graph databases uh, space in general. Because um, it's it's my belief that um, graphs or graph databases are the best. Um, um, to, not tool, but um, technology to really map the reality uh, in 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 in, in an uh, electronic structure, if you want to. Re reality is way. a graph. <laughs> reality, yeah, reality is a graph, uh, yeah. and could 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 uh, could be. The best abstraction of reality is is graphs, and so the best tool to um, to uh, map this abstracted reality to to software or to um, um, memory. That's basically what we're doing, um, and 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 calculate on on that data is is a graph database. So we have some we have we have an interesting roadmap. So. Um, we are about to announce our uh, upcoming release 2.0, which will contain very interesting features. Like um, on, on one on the one on one hand, we are um, expanding a little bit into the enterprise content management uh, market. So we're creating uh, a much better file interface, a completely revamped files and folder um, management uh, user interface. And it comes with the possibility to uh, to use SCP or SSH to just log into structure and do file operations in it. Uh, we are currently implementing the CMIS Content Management Interoperability Services. I think it's called. It's a it's a very broad uh, industrial standard for um, interacting with content management repositories. We are implementing that. Um, based on our layers, so that so that will put us into the or we we are approaching. Let's say we are approaching uh, the 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 larger ECM vendors or to, uh, um, systems like like Documentum and Luxeo, Luxeo, Alfresco, and so on, so on. And on the other hand, our mission, our, our our long term goal is to make application development much easier. So we want to uh, reduce um, the the friction you have as a creative person or as as a um, um, manager in, in in your in your um, in your company to create an application with the knowledge and the data you have. So the the friction is um, introduced by um, developing hurdles like you have to choose a programming language, you have to set up the thing, you, or maybe you can't program or you don't, don't like to program, then you have to find developers, you have to pay them and so on. It takes time and, and it's expensive. And we want to 
uh, fill the gap between the content management system and 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 a development framework with structure. So make it easier to create applications just by drag and drop and put in some some data so that everyone can create mobile and web applications. That's our long-term uh, vision, I would say. I mean, that's 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 like a wet dream. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. I know, but <laughs> it, it sounds mean, really great. Uh, and you, you know, have I, to I have ideas like this to keep you keep you uh, motivated over such a long time. So we I won't agree. stop. <laughs> I agree. That's great. That's great. Wonderful. Well, I mean, actually, it was, it's been. Uh, Really great uh, talking to you, and uh, as you know, we want to keep these podcasts uh, uh, digestible length, so um, uh, we're going to wrap up now. Um, I really want to thank you for uh, for coming online and, and, and talking to us, and uh, uh, I look forward to seeing you at one of the future events and community events, right? Thank you, Rick, for this wonderful uh, podcast series and this, the opportunity to to talk to you. And yeah, I think we will see at la at the latest at the Graph Connect in in San Francisco. I hope. Yeah, absolutely, I'll, I'll. We have to meet up there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Axel. Have a nice day. Thank you too, Rick. Bye bye.